0: Hey, Fathom fam, I'm back in the podcast and excited to talk about a beautiful message on sanctification. A big word, but it's really about God's ongoing work um, in our life. And uh, I hope you know that like once we say yes to Jesus and we receive that free grace, that, that gift of His salvation, uh, know that that's not the end of the journey. That's really the beginning of... Uh, the journey that God wants to do in our life and he's continuing to work in our life and so in this conversation we start talking about those closets that we don't like God to touch those things in our life that we don't want God to touch and man it gets deep we talk about full devotion to God and how grace is working uh, to bring about God's good plan in our life and uh, I hope you want it all that's what we're going to talk about let's dive in
1: Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. Hey, everybody. It's the Kyle Nelson back in the studio, you guys.
0: The is not necessary. (laughs) There was this thing on like Monday Night Football for a long time, like the players would announce, like, I'm from the Ohio State. And I'm like... So snobby. Like, <laughs> that
1: is a big deal. I think your university
0: you, is better than everybody else.
1: I'm pretty sure if you go to Ohio State or went to Ohio right. State, you do though. Yeah. So, like that's the well, impression I've gotten.
0: <laughs> then it started going where they would go like the Jackson Elementary School.
1: <laughs> you know, they would, they would they would do that. They would silly
0: say there and they would let them, which I thought that was wonderful. That's Just
1: phenomenal. Well, yeah. the the Kyle Nelson meaning the your typical hosts of Fathom Beyond Sunday are back together in the studio. Yeah. And you guys, y'all don't get to see us in studio. You just get to hear us. But I'm back in my right seat, my regular seat. Were you
0: on this side? I was on oh, this side. Oh, the world was warped.
1: It was so strange. <laughs> uh, I We are creatures of habit and the whatnot. Yeah. And Aren't I we? like my what's, seat.
0: What's one of your like, I'm a creature of habit thing that people might not know about you?
1: Um, well... People who go to Fathom Church know that I do like my seat you, you in do my have a space. seat. You do
0: have a seat. <laughs> I
1: have a seat. People don't even try to yeah. take it anymore. Um, that I do like that. Um, I would say too. <laughs> this is a weird one, um, but I really like to like a soak. Like I like to take a bath. Okay. Yeah. I like a, and so I at least once a week I like to other yeah I like to just. Be alone and mm-hmm. soak until the water goes cold <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then reheat it. And, like, my husband is phenomenal, he's such a wonderful wonderful garter of that time <laughs> that i like he just stands by the door <laughs> to see andy standing by
0: the door like he, camped out like can, reading a book
1: i can <laughs> hear him sometimes they like, leave your mother alone she's soaking anyways she's soaking. so let uh, that's one of know, those wow. like that's one of those things i like to I like i'm to trying soak. to think of the last time i you? took a
0: bath and i'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were you like under ten years old? <laughs> I, I,
0: I'm really thinking pre ten years old. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: like this is back when, like before you learned how to wash your own hair, kind of thing.
0: <laughs> I'm actually kind of r- vaguely remembering some really random kind of like spa day I received as a gift.
1: Oh, sometime interesting. And I was it like feel- a couples thing? Um, that feels like an odd. So yeah, gift I think get...
0: Taryn was there. Okay. Um, I, it's not all, all the details aren't coming right, right, to right. me, but I, I feel like there might have been a soaker tub for that. <laughs> okay. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Anyways, so so there's well, welcome your back. Your fun fact. To, welcome back day. to your normal seat and my <laughs> normal seat. Um. Yeah. It's, it's that's, late in the day. It's late in the day, and yeah. we're. Oh, we're just excited to get to have yeah. this conversation. So um, we are in a series called Grace. Mm-hmm. We are in a series called Grace. And um, so good because truly there's... This is another, I feel like, another one of those series where... Um, you know, you have it lined up and you're expecting to go four or five weeks, whatever. But like all of us are like, keep going. Okay, whatever you have for us next, we'll, we'll take it, right? Whether it's uh, guest speakers or whether that's coming from you. Like we just want more, want to hear more and know more and learn more. You,
0: you know what I really want to do I, in the future? I want to do a grace series that's all out of the Old Testament, mm. you know, because... Yeah. Uh, we really misunderstand the character and nature of God and how he's working in grace. I mean, from the Garden of Eden right. on through, um, and we see a lot of mercy. Um, right. We don't oh, often sure. consider the grace there present. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to to be back here yeah.
1: soon. Yeah. <laughs> so Pastor Shannon Eaton, friend of Fathom and just brother in mm-hmm. Christ, we just love him to pieces, uh, came and, and spoke this message that he titled set apart by true grace. And I love that he, so I words mean things, right? Like for me, (laughs) words mean things. And so I love that he, um, he said true grace, right? Not just set apart by grace and that he, he qualified the word, the term grace with true grace and that we're not, he, he even started his message about what grace is not like what I'm going to talk to you about grace today, but let me tell you what I'm not talking about. I mean, I'm not talking about the prayer before the meal. I'm not talking about, you know, this or that, but like, this is the favor and blessing of God and one of the things that he said that I wrote down and I just thought was so it it spoke more than just the sentence that he spoke it resonated with me and sat with me um, is grace is not a passive attitude that mm-hmm. God has for us it's not a passive it's not just it's not something like tossed around lightly this grace is an active working
0: yeah he he referenced kind of what's often been called like a hyper grace movement, um, mm, of Christians right. who, you know, it's like, Oh, it's under the blood. Like it's, and they just mm-hmm. go and they do whatever they want. And right. You know, really
1: hedonism covered by grace. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I've always instructed and disciple people and said, when you have that type of mentality, you are spitting on the cross mm-hmm. and, and that kind of, direct language to just you need to feel how gross that is. Mm-hmm. You need to feel how abusive that is to what the precious gift of grace is. Um, you know I, I think we see that 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 type of movement does happen, you know um, you know in, in the church at large and, and some of that and so it does have to be but <clears throat> um, addressed and talked about right you know. Um, but that—that's the beauty of of what you just said, and like what what you brought up from him, is just that it's active, like it is active and working in our life. It's not something to just be taken lightly, but to be received deeply, you know, to mm-hmm. really be received. That when we're paying attention, I, I think that's that's one of the big things I, I've really. We do this thing called wins a lot around here, right. and we you know, tell testimonies of how God's working and what we see God doing. And and I really started clarifying it in this language. Like, how do you see God at work in the world? Like, where do you see him moving? And I think it's really that language. It's like, it's God's grace working. It's his activity, active grace working in our world and our life that he's not some watchmaker clockmaker who just got all going. and was far off, but his, is alive, just as His Word is alive and active, sharp as a two-edged sword, His Spirit's alive and active working in us and refining us, sanctifying us, which is what Pastor Shannon, you know, ended up talking about a lot, yeah. is the sanctifying grace of God.
1: Right. Well, and we were talking before we hit record uh, about that often just you know like he was clarifying what grace is not or what he was not talking about is that we we often miss labeling things that are grace like we miss it and don't recognize it as grace about we don't recognize like sometimes i think we give ourselves too much credit with certain things and yeah. then other times we're just not pay, we're just not paying attention we're not paying attention and that the the sanctification isn't pretty. Mm-mm. It It's, it's supposed beautiful. to, it's <laughs> right. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's supposed to, it's supposed to create something um, remarkable, but it's not fun or easy or without mess. And so some of those things, like one of the things you had said is like conviction of the Holy spirit. Like that's it's, it's grace. Like it's yeah. his grace that you are, that, you that you feel, feel something, yeah. Yeah. that you feel something, right? Yeah. Because it would be, it's. I mean, that the enemies hope that we would feel nothing. Yeah. That we would that we would be numb to yeah. our sin.
0: Yeah, and I've had this conversation with my kids before. You know, when they're feeling convicted, they feel. They're, I can see the guilt all over mm-hmm. their face. They're beginning to, after the fact they've been disciplined, and now they feel shame about it. And helping them clarify. And understand the emotions they're feeling, Yeah, I'm like, hey, I want you to know that that what you're feeling, that that's actually the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Like, I'm actually helping my kids like tune into you know, God's work a- in their life. And, and um I, I think we have those opportunities to see that maybe in our kids, but sometimes we miss it in us. Right. And uh, it's God's good grace at work, even if it's hard. <laughs> and, right. and, um, you know, at times, you know, calling us to the carpet or correction, um, uh, or even asking us to do something ho- you no know, difficult in mm-hmm. our life, give up something difficult. You know, um, it, it's God's grace at work; it's a gift.
1: Yeah, and it's <laughs> He. Is one of the things that Pastor Shannon said, and I'm kind of all over the place today because I just, I love the message. I I love it. And he's, I've told you before, like, every, like, things that he says, like, really resonate with me. And certain, I want to make sure that I quote him properly. Um, But when, and it was like literally more toward the end of our message, but I think it's so important when we think about all of the scripture that he brought out and all of what he was saying is it was what we're doing out of a devotion to God Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is, is everything we do out of a devotion to God. Like, are we doing it because he has done something in, in us? He's doing something in us. I,
0: I love, um, there's somebody, there's some people who like really love preaching. They just love to hear preaching they love to just hear messages after message after messages. Um, I do to a point. <laughs> you know, I'm not that, you know, some of these people, they can just sit in conferences day after day after day and hear, like, I'm mm-hmm. just like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go live it now. Right. Um, but th- there's something really beautiful about the preached word um, that when it resonates and it resonates with a group of people like you can, you can like tangibly feel it mm-hmm. in the room. Like, I, I don't know if that's just me, but I, I, I think other people, like you can actually feel it. And that word was so palpable. Like it, it resonated because it just called us to really deeply reflect on our motives of like mm-hmm. why we do what we do and, and is everything we do out of devotion to God. And I think the point he was setting up as if, if that happens, then, like, we're in such a good place for, like, God to move and for His grace to be flowing in our yeah. life and uh, for us to be becoming—we're we're becoming stronger and more mature in Him um, because we, we're doing it with pure motives and the right heart. I mean, at yeah. least that's what, kind of what I took out of it, yeah. <laughs> how I experienced that
1: word. Absolutely. And and something about the word devotion, that like, the way that He used that, right, and is, is it out of a devotion to God, also kind of— put me back to when he was like when when was the last time you craved he like so he was like when was the last time you came to service craving to mm-hmm. hear yeah. from god yeah craving to and and even, so as he was saying so like good. is everything we do out of a devotion to him like when when was the last time you craved to be his hands and feet like when did you crave to be what he's working through or moving through, right? So this idea that if everything we do is out of a devotion to him and, all, and the idea of being devoted to him, but also like longing yeah. for him and not just in a feeling way, yeah. not just longing for an experience or longing for a feeling, a certain type of feeling that gets us from you know, like what you talked about last week, like gets yeah. us from, you know, from week to week or mission trip to mission trip. Like not mm-hmm. that, but a craving for him to to get into all of those places we want to keep closed up.
0: Yeah. And it's it's frankly um, it's kind of hard to stay there. Like I, mm-hmm. I think it is like just as a as a human, like we got to get this place where like I'm satisfied, like, oh, mm-hmm. I got this. And we kind of feel like and then we can feel like we plateau um and get to a place and um and i think that's something that we have to really keep monitor on in our right. own and i think that question is so good for us like am i my when's the last time we came really craving just to hear from god right cuz god's given us you know so much in his word and, and in his Um, and in the spirit already that it's like, God, if you never did anything else for me,
1: right? like I'm satisfied Mm -hmm. in you.
0: But God does, like he says, like, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. (laughs) Like ask, it'll be answered, knock and the door will be open. And I don't think that's just like salvation. And then like, it's over. Like there's Mm -hmm. this growing revelation of who he is and delighting ourselves in him that, is available to, to us to to really find um, our entire being in him, in him we live and move and have our being, to really find that full and real. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's just such a good word and such a good um, gut check in this, what I consider to be one of the busier seasons of the year. There's just a mm. lot going on right. to really be, saying where we could just get in the routine of things, right? right. We'd launch off into the school year if you're on the school schedule. right. You know, kind of get into the fall rhythms, and then it's like, you know, are we just in a rhythm? Are we really hungry for God to move and to speak in our life? And uh, man, it's a good word.
1: Yeah, I think geographically, it's where we are here in Florida. It's part of that too, right? It's not just it's it's like wh- where we are in Florida. Like it stays busy through hurricanes, mm-hmm. through this and that, through you know what I mean. Like and yeah, then we want stuff, yeah. it's all kinds of all kinds of things that can take our time and our energy for yeah. sure. But um, one of the things that he, one of the things that Pastor Shannon did say is like um, that idea that like, the the sprinting to clean up, like we have this place oh, where we yeah. throw all of the junk.
0: Oh, I laughed out loud <laughs> when he said that because I was just thinking we just, I, was it just before the Sunday or was it Sunday afternoon? <laughs> we cleaned out, I think it was before, I think it was, I had um, seminary weekend and the family cleaned out the closet like yes. between Friday and Saturday which Taryn heard that on Thursday maybe
1: <laughs> that's what
0: prompted it <laughs> anyway we deep cleaned the we we have an old 1936 house and there's one big closet that we added on this uh, like little addition that um had a we put a a good size closet in there and it was a mess because it was that closet
1: well it's so funny because my husband got to be he wasn't here on thursday but he got to be here on sunday to hear the message too and so taryn and i both heard it thursday but then we my husband got to hear it on sunday and he looked at me and like sort of i got a little bit of like an elbow if (laughs) as he was talking about you
0: know which one that is he
1: was like he was like it's a room it's not a closet right
0: for so many people it is <laughs> so i i did a i zagged here and and it made a big difference he here's my hack for if you have a room you got to make that room a useful room of some port. Yes. some some way yes. somebody's got to live in it something's yes. got to be happening I'm that's there. right if you do that then they're not going to be putting up with it being the junk room, right? It's not the
1: same anymore. Yeah. So he, I get the nudge and my son who is on the other side of his dad, everybody's just laughing, front row laughing. Like, oh, everybody, you guys know what that looks like, right? If you can't clean it up, you don't know where it goes. It goes in this closet, right? But the idea was not just about what we do with our stuff in our homes. It's this idea that we all have places we willingly invite people into. We're doing this cleanup so because we're asking people over. And like, yeah, you can, it's almost, like the castle beauty and the beast like you can everywhere but the west wing right like you're not allowed to go over there but we do that too with god like i want you in my ministry and i want you Mm. in my family but i don't want you when i'm driving in my car
0: yeah i
1: don't want you in my road rage yeah i don't want you in my television consumption
0: I I don't want you in my thoughts. Uh huh. I don't want you in my budget. I don't want right. you in my you know right. free time.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know. Um,
1: yeah. We keep these things hidden.
0: What are the things that we don't want God to touch? And it's a convicting thought. It is um, because so so many folks like I, I think most folks would find like in their journey of, you know, following the Lord, there's, Hey, I'm fully devoted to you, Lord. And then it's like, then we hear a question like that and they're like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. there are some things I really don't, I'm afraid, you know? And and it's dealing with that, that fear. And and there's this aspect that I, I don't know, we got to get traction where we can get traction, you know, spiritually, but man, that, last 5% or 10%, those Mm. those things that we hold most dear that are really kind of safe, you know, safe places for us that we're just so used to them. Um, Man, if we can get free from those, we're going to experience a whole new level of just life with God. Mm. Because there is a full devotion. There is you know, it, it, and if we're afraid, if, if what we're afraid of is, okay, we're weak in that area. Mm-hmm. We're embarrassed in that area. Right. We're ashamed in that area. Certainly. And we feel all those things, right? I mean, he didn't preach on it, and <laughs> it's one of the most popular scriptures on grace, and I don't think anybody's going to preach on it this month, <laughs> which is, you know, he quoted it Sunday. Um, My grace is sufficient Suc- yeah. for your weakness. Um, We got to remember that. Yeah, we got to remember His grace is sufficient for our weakness, and and not be afraid. You know, not only is is God just and and merciful, um, but He's good. He's He's good, mm-hmm. and He's kind. He's compassionate, and um and He's not trying to take something from you. He's trying to get something for us, and and He is trustworthy. You know, I think we we don't reflect on that enough. Right. You know, we're like, you know, we need to trust God. Okay, God, I need to trust you. But like, okay, here, here's another thought. Like, why don't you actually just stop and think about why he is so trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Like right. if we really start backing up and thinking like, Oh, like the earth has been spinning on its access since he said so. Yeah. <laughs> since he said right. go. right? Hasn't changed. mm like the laws of physics. I, I was actually in, in my class this weekend. We watched this video on this, like, astrophysicist or something like that. And he was talking about the probabilities of all the laws of nature, like, coinciding and never on changing one planet, yeah. on one planet. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, like it's what bonkers. It, yeah. it, it, it's like, whatever, to the billionth. Uh Degree, Like if you wrote out the number, it would wrap around like the universe or something. It's like something insane like that.
1: And that's probably the exponent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) That is God's trustworthiness.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, so, (laughs) and we won't trust them with our...
1: Yeah, our bills. Our
0: bills, or we won't trust them... You know, with, with a, our addiction, mm-hmm. we won't trust him. With our kids, with our kid, yeah. So just reflect on his trustworthiness, and then remember he's he's all powerful and he's good. And man, it just makes you want to open up your head, your hands, and your heart and your life, and just be like, "All right, guys, I'm in." Like yeah. you can have it all. You mm. can have it all.
1: Well, and he didn't specifically preach. On it, like he didn't, he didn't um, stay in that verse, but he did say, um, you know, uh, at least at least once. If he didn't say it multiple times, Jesus is willing to run to your weakness. Mm-hmm. He he wants to to do that. Like J- Jesus didn't go and perform miracles in people's strength,
0: nor nor did he <laughs> chastise them. No, okay, like come on. You're blind? Are you serious? I know.
1: Get up off your mat. Like
0: you You're poor. Mo- Nobody ever really. taught you this? Are you serious?
1: Right. No. Not at all. Never. Never. Not at all.
0: That's not how he operates. He he he's on a mission. Um and he's on that mission with his church. And and, and God, you know, brings us in to his body to be able to hear words like this. You know? Mm-hmm. That can convict us, cause us to think about our motives, open up our hearts and, and like God do it. I, I love the passage he, he pulled up in Second Peter 1 about, and, and the translation, I forget what even translation he used, but he said a, a full experience of salvation, like just wanting the entire experience mm-hmm. of salvation. And yes, yes. I thought that was a really interesting way to put it. I, I don't know what the translation was. Um, right. it, it just caused me to reflect a little bit on that ministry of sanctification and what God's doing—that ongoing work of salvation that's that um, ongoing in our life—and to never—it's never stopped. You know, it's never yeah. ending.
1: So. Well, and and having of this right, a body of people say aloud, "I want it all," mm-hmm. and recognizing that when we're saying that, we're not talking about the fancy cars mm-hmm, and right. the caviar and the, the you know, yeah. champagne dreams, right? And caviar wishes. We're not talking about that, but like all God has for us.
0: Yeah. I After the service, I think I put something even on social media stories or something about that phrase, I want it all, and just, you know, brought in. I just started, started thinking about the every promise thing that mm-hmm. this year has been about for us. And that was just such a good reminder to there's been a couple of those throughout yeah. the year. They've come in different ways from different people, but uh, God just kind of keeps bringing that word around to uh, in this year that we just continually pursue Him and all that He has for us.
1: Yeah, uh, we, we might not get all of the all of the things right or the mm-hmm. and the, the trappings of of what society would say um, all is, but when we define all by what God's definition, yeah. I mean, grace is all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it is sufficient. Yeah, (laughs) It is sufficient. And I think more and more he, um, you know, as that grace is working in us, he aligns us with himself and that what we want and what we desire becomes, like we we are satisfied. Mm -hmm. We are satisfied that we're, we're, in, in him and, and less about the things and less about, um, you know, whatever that the things that were our weakness, you know, a decade ago or 20 years ago or whatever, right? Yeah. We have people who share those testimonies all the time and are so open in yeah. our body about that, um, about how he just keeps going. We think yeah. we know him and we think we, we think we have, you know, and we do, right? We're building relationship, and we think we know him, and then he reveals himself more. Yeah. And then he reveals more of himself. Yeah. And then he does it again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I I just think through, I don't know, I, I've just had the past few days uh, on my brain just the story of Jacob, um, and, and I think I've talked about this before, maybe even on the podcast or in a message of just me originally not really getting that text oh, when right. Jacob wrestles with God. Yes. And he says, I'm not going to leave until you bless me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just this idea of I want it all, I think, was, um, you know, Jacob had sought that in the wrong ways, you know, in in his life. Um, and in this moment of, you know, wanting God to bless him was a significant marker in his, you know, in, in his journey with, with God. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it and it significantly marked his life. Because well, he
1: had swindled blessing before. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I was alluding to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. J- yeah.
1: swindles blessing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and how many times I mean, we're not maybe not swindling blessing, but we're trying to get it for ourselves. Right. You we're know, we're
1: making we're hustling. We're making yeah,
0: absolutely. stuff happen. And and it's in that maybe quiet night, mm-hmm. you know, wrestling with the Lord. Not physically like he did, but, um, maybe just in prayer, maybe through a season or maybe in a service or a message is like right down main street on something that we don't want to give up a closet. We don't want to let God in, you know, maybe it's something like that. And, um, or, or maybe we're just in a moment or on a walk and just say, God, I'm, you know, I, I need you to, I need some breakthrough on this. And, um, man, there's been a few moments in my life. I can think back to things like that. And God answers those to things. He, he does. He, he, he's, he's, his ways are better. The things he has for us are, are good. And, um, yeah. And so we can, we can trust him even in those heavy, you know, wrestling moments yeah. of life and, um, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited as this series continues to build. We have another guest speaker coming up this, this week. So I'm looking forward to hearing from David Napier. I will be back. (laughs) And getting to talk about another message, like getting to talk about a message that, um, you know, that you're not preparing, but we get to, to have those conversations and then you'll, you'll end the series with us and, yeah. and round that out. So I'm just I just love how it's building. I love that there are different voices in it and that we're getting to hear different perspectives and about, you know, what's got what God has been doing in in different people's lives and in um and what he's done, you know, throughout the throughout the scripture. So I'm yeah. I'm excited about that. We'll uh, Get, you know, dive in more next week. But if you guys are looking to connect, if you need prayer, if you have questions about something, you can always email your questions um, or prayer requests to info at fathom.church or you can text the keyword fathom to 97000 and follow the prompts. We want to connect with you. We want to be able to answer your questions and and just know how we can better serve you whether it's in service or you know through the through the church or even here on the podcast. We want to be able to do that. This is this isn't just for us. <laughs> we have a lot of fun doing it, but we it's do. not just for us. So, we look forward to seeing you guys back here next week it.